We are live. Welcome to Geek IO, Disney Geek IO, episode four, re-recorded Sunday, July seventh, twenty thirteen. I'm your host, CJ Boat, and joining me to help me in your journey this week through the House of Mouse is Rachel Boat. Hey guys. Kirby is not with us again this week. Uh, unfortunately, he's have some real life obligations. He'll be back on next time. No worries. Joining us this week, though. Um, is a very adequate replacement, if I do say so myself. Our very first special guest, the most amazing DJ around the world, DJ Elliot, just off of his set over at Hollywood Studios, and in fact, he's coming to us live from Disney's Hollywood Studios. That's correct. And he's got a friend with him tonight, which I just want to go give it a hug. (laughs) Probably the only one of the bugs that I would give a hug. Indeed. How How are you tonight, sir? Uh, I'm a little tired, but, uh, you know, got to get up and do it all again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but tomorrow's a late a late show, though, so or you have something during the day that you have to do. No, I got, mon- I got Monsters again tomorrow, so. Oh, okay. Monsters University Homecoming. Which we actually got to see the uh, movie this week, so. Oh. Now, now we just have to get our butts out there to see you. Actually, we'll be out there next weekend. Uh, it's coming soon. Yeah. It was, uh, pretty, I actually ended up at Magic Kingdom this afternoon, and it was actually pretty quiet, so kind of oh, strange wow. for the middle of July. <laughs> yeah. I won't lie. I'm kind of hoping it's a little bit on the more laid-back side next weekend. Um, so I, I want to apologize really quick to those who actually pay attention to the site and the schedules. Um, we did record last week, but it was a complete and total foobar. Everything that could have went wrong did go wrong. I try, I forgot to record the YouTube, and also the audio that I recorded went to complete and total crap. Yeah. So Technology. Exactly, but Elliot was nice enough to deal with us one more week. Didn't really have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) Although there's quite a few choices that you could have said to CJ to, you know, suck it up and deal with it, but you're awesome, so it's okay. Ah, well, you know, what what else am I going to (laughs) do? Get sleep. Sleep. (laughs) Work on more music. That's usually what I, I spend my time doing, so... Fair enough. I, I do want to bring. Uh, I want to ask you, since you're an unbiased uh, third party to Elliot. This is completely off topic. Okay, what is a what, what is frozen water called? What is what? Frozen water. Ice. Okay, if it's in a bottle, if it's a frozen <laughs> frozen water in a bottle, is it still called ice? Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Okay. Um, I have a frozen bottle of water in a bottle because it's frozen, and I have water inside of the cup. Thus, it's still ice water. Right? Sure. Sweet. See, he likes me better. <laughs> I hope I'm not getting in, in an argument in the middle of an argument between you and your wife because, uh, right, you can be right or you can be happy. Um, I think you should go with, uh, you should go with happy. No, no. He's, he's teasing me because last week I had frozen, I had put a half a bottle of water in the freezer because our our secondary freezer in the house, there's me and my sister share the house and everything. Um, the secondary freezer that we had as a backup for, you know, extra items decided to um, overheat, shall we say, and that's never a good thing. So Especially we used to keep freezer. bags of ice in the spare freezer, and we can't do that anymore. So now we just, you know, throw a water bottle in the freezer for a couple hours to get everything cold. And I happened to go put it in the freezer and then fell asleep for an hour and a half longer than I was anticipating because I cleaned and I was like, okay, I'm going to lay down for a little bit while the kids are napping. And the next morning I realized that the water bottle was still in there. So I cut the water bottle out off of the ice brick that was inside of it and put that in my water bottle or in my cup like I always do. Mm -hmm. And he's finding a way to justify the fact that he's got an entire water bottle inside of the cup. (laughs) Ain't Ain't nobody got time for that. Although I suppose it's better than you cutting your finger off with a knife. Yeah, this is true. 
So um, before we get into the news, what we record, what we covered last week was uh, the Fourth of July stuff. Were you able to check out any of that stuff over the week, Elliot? Um, I mean, I was part of the Fourth of July celebration at Disney's Hollywood Studios with uh, Mulch Sweat Shears, and it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, I know they were doing the Magic Kingdom fireworks every night. They're doing them again tonight, um, a whole week long, trying to. Uh, thin out the crowds that were out there, but, I mean, Magic Kingdom closed pretty early. Um, they reopened it around 8 o'clock on 4th of July so people could oh, come geez. back in. I was really surprised how quiet it was at Hollywood Studios until we got closer to the actual firework time. And um, I've seen the Epcot fireworks. You know, they do the, that, like, you know, 1,500 shells in less than a minute uh, nonsense. Uh, <laughs> but I really, I really enjoyed the fireworks with mulch, sweat, and shears, like the fireworks with a live band really was something I'd never seen before. It was really cool. And it's one of those that not a whole lot of people were out there for. So I'm looking forward to doing it again uh, for New Year's Eve. Uh, so if you're looking for a place to go and you don't want to get trapped at Epcot, um, come on out to Hollywood Studios. See uh, see the live band and the fireworks. I mean, they don't do fireworks at studios very often. So it was cool. Yeah, it's, it's a special thing when it's over there. And it, it usually gets completely packed. So I'm surprised that it wasn't. Yeah. No, and it's funny because everybody gets there early to get a seat right there down front, but the truth is when you're down front there, the hat actually blocks the fireworks. So, you know. But I ran into my good friend Banks Lee. He came out. He filmed the fireworks for Orlando Attractions Magazine, so I'm pretty sure he's got a link to that somewhere. Nice. Good, uh, I'll, uh, good time. I'll find a link to that and put in the show notes. Oh, <clears throat> awesome. Did you happen to get the chance to go around and try any of the uh, limited time Food slash beverage. No, I did, not, I did not get a chance to try any of the limited time cupcakes. So I knew Aww. they were. But, no, uh... One cupcakes. <laughs> no cupcakes. No baked Alaska. No, I'm sad. Yeah, really. No, I, was, I I toyed with the idea yesterday of actually driving up, but I'm like, because <laughs> we've got my birthday actually coming up this coming weekend, and then. Three weeks, I want to say, after that, we're going to be up there, just me and CJ, one, two, three, no, four weeks, for our 10-year wedding anniversary, so it's two big things back-to-back, because I'm turning 29 for the second time, (laughs) (laughs) and, um, yeah, no, I'm I'm turning 30, and I hate admitting that, and then we've got our 10-year wedding anniversary, so it's two relatively big celebrations in the course of four weeks, so... Money's gonna be tight. <laughs> yeah. You only live once. Exactly. Yolo. <laughs> and for my ten-year wedding anniversary, I get two nights away from my kids. <laughs> and since we never really had a honeymoon, why not? There you go. You know, we're doing it right. We're gonna do at least one night at the Polynesian, which we actually booked earlier today, and we're trying to figure out what we're doing for the second night. All right. Um, well. Then, um, speaking of that, let's go ahead and head into the... Speaking of booking hotels, hey, this is actually a really good uh, transition into the news. What's that, you say? Exciting things happening in Toontown. That is not what I wanted to play. <laughs> Toontown? Toontown is no more. Toontown is no more. Uh, well, apparently it was yeah, relative. Disneyland, so there's still Toontown. Fair oh, that's enough. right. All right. What's that, you say? Exciting things happening in Toontown. Let's go to the news. All right, um, we're going to start off with a little bit of uh, Disney World news. If you book your Walt Disney World Resort vacations by July 31st, you can get a free dining offer. This was available earlier this year just for uh, Visa Pass holders or Visa Card holders, but now it has officially been extended to everybody. Guests will receive a free dining plan when they buy a non-discounted five-night, six-day Magic Your Way package that includes a that includes a room and tickets at select Walt Disney World resorts. Uh, to be eligible, book, guests must book by July 31st for vacations taking place at Walt Disney World between September 2nd and September 25th, 2013. Now, see, if we didn't have our annual passes, I would have jumped on that. Now, there are a couple of fine prints to this that you need to know about. If you do it through a value resort, which is including Art of Animation, uh, all the All-Stars, and Pop Century, it is the quick service dining plan, 
anything else is the dining plan. It's the regular standard dining plan, if I'm remembering that correctly. Yep, you're right. I don't think I don't think there's one that offers the deluxe or anything like nope. that. No, all of them are Disney dining plan, moderate deluxe and deluxe resort B is. There we go. But the value resort is just the quick service, which granted it's not astronomical, but at least it's something. Free is free. <laughs> yes, free is free is definitely free. Especially at Disney, free is good. <laughs> Yeah. Free is glitter in your hair and pixie dust. Exactly. Um, that, with that, remember it's a non-discounted rate, so annual pass holders <laughs> are not going to be able to get it unless you want to buy a second set of park tickets. Florida residents are going to have to book their entire um, hotel and not take any discounts. AAA discounts won't apply. You have to pay for it like every other person in every other state of the United States. Um, it also excludes campsites, the three-bedroom villas, and the Little Mermaid standard suites at the Art of Animation Resort. All right. So, like I said, that's cool. I mean, free is free. Um, dining plan is actually really good if you know how to plan it, but unfortunately it does add an extra level of planning to your trip. If you're not into that, you may not be interested in the dining plan at all anyway. Yeah, you have to have somebody that's mildly. We're doing this at this time, and this at this time, and this at this time, and because you can easily blow through your um, credits and not mean to. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, go go to. There's a link to be to that in the show notes. Um, Disney Parks blog has all the information as well. So the next story, Rachel, what do we got? Uh, that is the one that's limited time magic for Disneyland, correct? Yes. Uh, Yay, Disneyland uh, is bringing the Alpine musicians back to the majestic Matterhorn at Disneyland Park. Um, we, we've got mountain climbers that are ascending the slopes in Matterhorn again this summer. Um, soon they're going to be joined by musicians Happy Hands and his son Eric as part of a limited time magic July 8th through July 14th. So this is actually starting tomorrow. Um, they're playing their signature alpine melodies along the slopes of the iconic peak at the Disneyland Park. So it actually sounds like fun. It kind it of does. In California. I have not been to, to Disneyland yet. I have not been able to experience the Matterhorn, and that makes me sad. It'll be a couple good years before we can get out oh, that yeah. way. And I did have a, I had a weird dream once about the Matterhorn that it was that it got transformed into the Space Matterhorn. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> hey, Cesia, what's going on with the cruises? So Disney Cruise Line has visited Croatia for the first time with the Disney Magic. Um, Disney, in its attempt to expand its ports of call, have sent one of the sent. For the first time, one of our ships to Croatia. It arrived in Dubrovnik. Yeah, sorry, Croatia. Dubrovnik, Croatia. Um, as part of the 2013 Mediterranean season, and it will return on select European itineraries in 2014. Recently, Port Adventures manager Amy has said about different ways on the Disney Parks blog how you can explore the ancient city. So it's, it's really cool that they were expanding, going different places. I know we went back to Greece for the first time recently. I think that's right. So, I mean, more and more options. Unfortunately, the only thing that I read and dis that I'm like, oh, wow, you have to remember that doesn't go back. The, the price that you pay for it to go on the Disney cruise to any place overseas, transatlantic, does not involve a return trip. Yep, you got to catch your own way home. <laughs> yeah, we were looking into that. That That's another bucket list for us. Yes. Although, speaking of first, since we're going from first of it, uh, the cruise going over to Croatia, Sophia the first, um, which is actually Disney's first child princess, is officially going to be appearing daily at Disney California Adventure Park and Hollywood Land near the Disney Junior Live stage. Woo. Um, we, we've also heard rumors from people over at certain restaurants that have Disney Junior folks, characters, that she's also supposed to be replacing one of the older characters, which would be kind of cool because then I could do breakfast there. Um, 
And she's also going to be making appearances outside of the new Disney Junior Live on stage at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, CJ would know who she's supposedly replacing. Supposedly she's going to be replacing the current standing Handy Manny. Because the show is like, what, eight years old now? Something like that. So, yeah, that, that's going to be happening this summer. And she's yep. available adios right now over Handy Manny. But, yeah, adios, Handy Manny. Handy Manny, we love you, but adios. Yes, it is time to retire that poor costume. <laughs> all right. So, on that note, I don't have... That was all the news that we yeah. have for the week. We don't have a whole lot of news this week. It was a bigger week last week when I totally did that on purpose. <laughs> right. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And on the other ter- on the other end of it, we are going to make Elliot talk about himself. Oh. <laughs> Be back in a couple minutes. Guy warning this time. Yeah, really. Stay tuned. This Geekio Network podcast is brought to you in part by Squarespace, the best place to find e-commerce, content management, and website hosting all in one place with some of the lowest prices around. To start your free trial today, go to www.geek-io.com/squarespace and buy Tweaked Audio. They've got seven great styles. They've got seven great colors. Well, technically six, and then they have wood. I don't call that a color. Maybe you do. Mic'd and non-mic versions. They're designed to sound great for music and talk, like podcasts. Engineered for durability, they've got a noise-reducing design, compatible with iPods, iPhones, Android devices, and all MP3 players and most phones. Don't forget, you get one-third off of your order. That's right, you get 30% off. Just use the discount code GEEK. Oh, and one more thing, they've got free shipping. Find them at www.geek-io.com slash tweet. That was not what I wanted to play either. <laughs> Sorry, folks, we're back. Welcome back to Disney Geek IO. I am CJ, that is Rachel, and that is Elliot. And if you can't so, tell Rachel and Elliot apart, CJ shouldn't be hosting. <laughs> I don't know. I see similarities. <laughs> so, no, on our other show, the main show on the network, the Geek IO show, we typically have a guest on and we interview them. And Elliot is the first time that we've had anybody on to the Disney Geek IO show. So, we like to take a few questions and grill them and make them uncomfortable. <laughs> So the first question that I obligatory have to ask is, what caused your rise to stardom? Caused my rise to stardom? Um, I've been working hard. No, um, I think the big the big turning point for me recently was uh, the May the Fourth uh, dance party, uh, the DJ Lobot dance party. That kind of was what put me on the map uh, at Disney. I've been a, I've been on the Disney Master Talent list since two thousand and. Four, two thousand and three, but uh, you know, I kind of did kids' dance parties, and that was it. And did a lot of downtown Disney, some Magic Kingdom here and there, some conventions, some weddings and stuff. But uh, really, the big, the big wake-up call that put me on the radar recently was was May the Fourth, and then Star Wars weekends, and now um, <laughs> Monsters University Homecoming. So now people know who I am. Ta-da! Now. <laughs> Do you play DJ Lobot, or do you um, are you just the face to that to that pre- the pre-show to Lobot? Uh, so how the how Lobot actually came about, actually uh, the whole story behind it is is funny. Um, in I think 2005 or 2006, I don't remember the year, but Celebration Five, Star Wars Celebration Five happened in Orlando. And I was approached by uh, by two gentlemen, Mark Renfro and Tony Giordano, who were working on the show. Tony Giordano and I uh, were friends with the Talking Trash Can together, which is how we met. And uh, they said, we want you to come DJ at Star Wars Celebration. Would you be interested? And I said, absolutely. And Tony looked at me, and he's like, you know, it would be awesome. And I was like, I'm not going to shave my head. And then uh, a couple years went by, and Celebration 6 happened. And uh, we met again, and he's like, really, seriously? 
I shaved my yeah. head. And uh, so right around, I don't know, two or three weeks before the May the 4th event happened, he called me on the phone and said, uh, you need to go to Creative Costuming. They're going to do a fitting, and I think you'll get a kick out of it when you get over there. And sure enough, they fit me as uh, DJ Lobot. So um, that's, nice. that's how it all came about. It was a it was an inside joke between me and uh, me and Tony Giordano. So uh, now I'll be reprising my DJ Lobot role at Celebration in, in Europe at the end of this month. We're in Dusseldorf, Germany. And then uh, I have a feeling DJ Lobot might be back for uh, some events in the future. So Nice. So, yeah. So they made the, the headpiece to, to fit with my head, so that so was it. you didn't it. have to shave. No. Well. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. so. um, all right. Um, aside from... Well, I'll include it. What has been your absolute favorite special event, and not just a a group of them? I want one specific one that you've done. My favorite special event. Yeah. Um, like if it was last Tuesday's Monsters University, I want that one. <laughs> it definitely was not last Tuesday's uh, Monsters University Homecoming. Um, so last Tuesday I was at Magic Kingdom, so. Um, oh. I'd probably say the May the May the Fourth event. That would be the that would be the favorite one. That was the one that again kind of uh, set me apart from everybody else. Nice. Yeah, I have to say, I uh oh, <laughs> studio audience. A- everywhere I go, everywhere I go. This <laughs> happened last week too. <laughs> Look at the bright side. At least they're not photobombing you. Or vacuuming, vacuuming. Yeah. This this is true. It's okay. We would have just said you were filming from the moon for that moment. Yeah. It's okay. Actually, you know what? I'll take that back. It wasn't May the 4th. It was July 4th. 4th of July. That was good. Take it back. Nice. 4th <laughs> um, of July, my favorite event so far, but I'm sure that will change again. With with uh, New Year's Eve, because we might be able to go to that one. <laughs> I don't see why we wouldn't. Um, Rachel, any other questions? Do you have any questions for him? Well, I'd asked him this last week, and it was one of those, I'm going to give you the big one. Um, and since we know how you got started in DJing, I'm pretty sure that nobody else really does. What brought you from beginning to end getting to work for Disney as well as bringing you into the DJing realm? Uh, well, I started DJing in college. Um, just needed something to do. I, I used to work at movie theaters as a projectionist, so I had all the soundtrack CDs that they gave us for free. So I was just the guy that always had music, so they'd always ask me to come play at events. And uh, I saw a flyer about coming out and doing the Disney College program, so I came out to Florida in August of 1997. I worked at the Skyway in Fantasyland. That was my very first attraction. And uh, during our college program, we had a big formal event at Coronado Springs. And uh, when I went out there, there was a DJ, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is this is the job that I want. And uh, I walked up to the guy, and I was like, hey, man, how do I get your job? And he told me to get lost <laughs> in not so many nice nice ways. So uh, I kind of made it my, you know, mission to find out how to get this job. And uh, after moving around a couple times, I went to Adventure and Liberty Square Attractions to Jungle Cruise for a while, and then went to Entertainment when I was in entertainment, I met a guy whose roommate was a DJ on the Master Talent List, and I started apprenticing with him, and I was his apprentice for about five years. And then uh, after four auditions, which they usually hold DJ auditions once a year, after four auditions, I finally got approved and started doing gigs on my own. My very first event was the opening of the Pop Century Resort. My picture's somewhere on the wall out there in the in the front entryway, if I remember correctly. And uh, that was it. I mean, here I am now. I mean... If you look at shows a month, now I'm doing, you know, six to seven shows a week. So it's been uh, – no. I, I never really expected to, to get to this level, so I'm, I'm very thankful. Absolutely. Um, so what advice would you have to any inspiring DJs? As far as DJing for me at, at Disney, the the number one thing for me is networking. It's this is an entire company of who you know, not what you know. Uh, I wouldn't be any, I wouldn't be where I am now if if Mark Renfro hadn't taken a chance on me, and I never would have met Mark Renfro if it weren't for Tony Giordano, and I never would have met Tony Giordano if it wasn't for Daniel Deutsch, and I mean the list goes on and on and on. 
So without all those people, I wouldn't be where I am today. So talk to people, get to know them, you know, share your mixes. You know, if you're a DJ, you know, anybody can DJ nowadays. You can go out and get equipment pretty cheap. Record your mixes, talk to other DJs, you know, that are interested. And then usually once they, you know, usually I'll give them a shot and see what they know and, you know, they're like, oh, wait, it's not as glamorous as it seems. And I'm like, no. Because, <laughs> uh, like I think I told you last week, the audience, you as the audience only get to see about, you know, 10% of what it is that I actually do. Performance is the, is the smallest part. Um, 90% of, of the work that I do happens behind the scenes that you never see, you know, preparing sets, editing music, creating my own music, you know, marketing myself. Um, you know, like, obviously, I'm here talking to you guys. I mean... And it's just silly for me because none of these other DJs at Disney seem to get that yet. They don't understand. I'm I'm a big Disney nerd. Uh, you know, this is where I want to be. I don't want to be anywhere else. I don't. You know, I've I've played Las Vegas and Miami and all those crazy places, but I like being at Disney. It's you know one of my one of my mixes. Uh, usually, I end every show with it. It's got uh, I do ain't no mountain high enough, and it mixes into Walt's opening day speech. Yeah, that, that's a fantastic the place, outro. The place was created by one guy to bring families together, so, and I get to be a part of that. I mean, how that guy's Disney, and technically, I don't even work for Disney. I'm a contractor. I work for myself, but they don't. People don't know that, so <laughs> I'm just really blessed. I mean, Disney was where you know my family came every you know two three times a year. It's the one thing that we did where we always had a good time and we're always happy. So now I, I must stick it out. Nice. So network, that's um, the number, number one thing. I, I tell everybody, network. Now, was your four auditions, is that the normal for somebody who's trying to get into DJing at Disney? So the trick, the, the secret for auditioning at, at Disney is to apprentice with somebody. Uh, most people don't ever get it on your first audition, and it takes one or two for you to figure out what you're doing. Um, the guy I apprenticed with, he taught me a lot of great things. He taught me a lot of what not to do. Um, just didn't necessarily well, guys audition under me, and they've gotten it on their first audition. But it's hard. I mean, you're you're essentially trying to perform, but in front of thousands of people, in front of three people, and you know they want to see a Disney DJ. They expect you to know what that is. They don't want to see a guy just walk in and mix. They want to see someone that can interact with kids, that can mix, that knows how to emcee a wedding. I mean, they want, they want someone that's well-rounded in everything. They don't just need one guy. They, you know, and that's kind of the hard thing for me is I, I don't just specialize in one type of DJing. I mean, I have to do it all. You know, I also, I'm also the, uh, I'm the only Christian DJ at Walt Disney World. I'm also one of the only DJs at Walt Disney World that speaks French. So oh, these okay. are all the things that help give you give me that edge. So I'd work a lot if I spoke Spanish, but I I took French in high school. I kicked myself <laughs> for that. So that's more advice for all you kids out there. Take Spanish. Don't take French. I took Spanish, and the only thing that it does for me is get me in trouble because I hear conversations <laughs> that I really don't want to hear. Um, what all does impre- eh, what all does apprenticing? I only have like two more questions. What all does apprenticing? Oh. Uh, I cannot talk tonight. What all what does, does apprenticing, apprenticing entail? entail? Um, what I do with apprenticing is I, I typically bring somebody in uh, with me. Um, I usually like to find people that already know how to talk on a microphone. That's something you're either good at or you're not, or, or you're not good at. That's not really something that I can teach. Uh, the other thing that's hard to teach is uh, rhythm. Some people can count to four. 8, 16, 32, some people can't, you know, the hardest part of, of mixing is knowing when to mix, not how to mix, anybody can mix two songs together, but knowing when is the right time and, and when is not, and you, you either know how to do that or you don't, that's that's not really something that I can teach, so if they've got those two things, uh, for me it's just a matter of, the hardest part with apprenticing for them is, it doesn't pay anything, so it's free, uh, so you're working for free, um, and I'm pretty demanding, I mean, I want you to come to every show that I'm at, and, and be there, and then when I think you're ready, I'll give you a microphone and bring you on stage with me. And I mean, because that's really the only way to learn is I'm I'm one of those that that learns by doing. So that's really the only way to get them up there. So I think it's spent a lot of time at Downtown Disney, but I tend to uh, teach them how to do the the uh, interactive kids stuff because that's really what's the most important at Disney right now. Uh, the mixing and all that other stuff is is kind of secondary, and that's something they can work on in their bedroom. But uh, the ability to take both and put it together is is kind of what's starting to happen in our climate at at work right now. So, okay. 
Yeah. So in other words, Rachel can make a good DJ because she's a good uh, she's good on the mic and also can has <laughs> rhythm. I, on the other hand, that's the reason why I have audio producers. <laughs> well, and she do good because there's no girl. There's there there were two girls on the master talent list, and now they're both gone. So one of the girls that I apprenticed actually just got approved. And she did a show with me at Downtown Disney last night, Brittany. She did a fantastic job. But I always tell girls, if you're a girl and you want a DJ, Walt Disney World needs you. Same thing if you're an African-American man. They need those too. So. <laughs> See, the sad part is with, gosh, 12 years ago, my ex was a DJ. I was typically the one that got dragged on his short shows with him. So it's just fallen away from me. But, yeah, you never know. You may have a future apprentice. <laughs> I don't get paid for what I do now anyway, so shoot. Exactly. All right. Um, and and last question is not really a, not no. relevant. Um, no, not really relevant. Um, mainly because going to kind of get into it here. All right. No, never mind. All right. <laughs> what, what is your absolute... Favorite thing to do when you are not working? Oh, that's a horrible question because I'm never not working. Um, <laughs> somebody asked Just me that. Drink a coffee at the new Starbucks and then, cause, then go immediately back to work. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. Again, I have a job where there's never really a time where you're not working. Uh, I mean, even I went and saw Despicable Me 2 last night after work and uh, pulled out my phone to Shazam to do songs in it. So, I mean. <laughs> You know how to how to do you know make what I do better, but that's the difference too between doing something that's a job and doing something that you love. I I love what I do. This is my dream. This is what I wanted to do since I first saw a DJ at Walt Disney World and to stand in front of you know what like was it thirty five thousand people at Hollywood Studios the other night and say somebody scream and everybody yelled all the way down the street. I mean, people don't get to do that. You know, I did. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I've watched a lot of documentaries of these DJs that tour and do all these, you know, these huge shows in front of all these people, and they say the same thing too. They're like, I, I can't believe they pay me for this. I do this for free, you know. So, but uh, I do watch tele. I watch a lot of television. I think television has gotten better over the years. Um, so yeah, I sit. I try not to do a whole lot. So. Okay. What'd you think of uh, Despicable Me? A competitor's um, program. <laughs> Well, it, it sure did. You know what are you what are you gonna do? Uh, it, I mean, it's it was predictable. It was cute. I just want to know why at ten fifteen at night there were all these kids in the movie theater. So, oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> That's we all um, know. Like, why are there children in the movie theater at ten fifteen at night? We did the, we did the same thing a couple nights ago. We decided to go see Monsters U, um, just randomly at we nine forty like, at night. Yeah. We were at Target. We're like, all right, let's go see a movie. And I'm like, ooh, Monsters U is going to be showing here in a few minutes, and we haven't seen that yet. So we go over there, get in there, get you know, cuddled into the theater. And this is, you know, a two-week-old movie now. And still at 9:40 at night, there's like, there's babies and there's kids. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, I want my two-year-olds to see the show. I want to bring them to see Monsters University. I'm not going to bring them at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> They were in bed by eight. My sister was here, and I'm like, I'm I'm going out for you know an hour or two. We're gonna grab ice cream and maybe go see a movie, you know, whatever kind of floats us at the time, whatever you know the wind blows us to. And there was more kids in the theater than adults. Like I'm talking ten and under, like eight, nine, ten. Okay, they're 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 at that age where staying up late is a real lucky thing. <laughs> when I see you know there there was a newborn. I would have said maybe, maybe six months old. Doesn't belong at there best, at ten yeah. o'clock at night. I mean, every parent parents differently, and thankfully, you know, the baby had a bottle right at the very beginning of it because I could see the bottle, and was out for the rest of the show. <laughs> but it, it's still the fact of the matter that you know, what if the baby wasn't going to straight to sleep after having that bottle? Yeah. All right, so that ends my questions that I wrote down this time, actually. Yay, me! I'm prepared. Uh, Rachel, do you have any other questions for him? No, I only had the big one. Okay. 
So we're going to move into our first top five on the show. Dun, 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 dun. And every once in a while we're going to do something like this where we just kind of, you know, stream of consciousness, grab, you know, five things that we love. It'll Sometimes it'll be broad, sometimes it'll be narrow. This time we're going to do top five favorite attractions slash shows. So um, we'll go ahead and, I don't know, we should have discussed this beforehand. Do you guys want to do one each or one at a time or do all of them at once? Do the list. Let's go all out. Go big or go home. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Elliot, what are your top five attractions slash shows? Let's go first. We'll start with number one. Number one, Jungle Cruise. What's up? I like it here. I like it in California. I like it in Hong Kong. I like it everywhere. Jungle Cruise, number one. Number two, Impressions de France in uh, France. That's a movie that I was watching with my dad because all I listened to growing up was classical music, so the fact that I DJ makes me laugh. Um, number three favorite attraction would be uh, the old test track. I hate new test track. They should have just, just called it Tron and been done with it instead of putting their Motors logo over it. But whatever. You can like attractions that aren't around anymore. Uh, another attraction that I love that's not around anymore, the Jaws Ride. I was fortunate enough to work there for about 12 years as a seasonal employee, so sad that that's gone, so that's four. And my fifth favorite show right now, Monsters University Homecoming, with DJ Loch Ness. <laughs> with his scary nice. feet? Slash. Scary feet. Uh, <laughs> slash Electronica, because that's really kind of the inspiration for the show, and that, I was excited to be a part of that as well, so there you go. Nice. Five. Bam. All right, Rachel, top five, go. Top five, I'm going in reverse. Five, because I've done it once because it was a weight loss goal, Tower of Terror. Of course, I'm going to have to do it again, and we'll see if it stays on there. <laughs> but writing it myself the first time was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, number four, as of right now, it's quickly risen out of nowhere is Maelstrom. Turn 25 this week. to pass this way. Nor should um, <laughs> <laughs> three, Friday and Saturday night dance parties at the waterfront stage. Oh, hey! I know the DJ out there. That guy's that guy's. Yeah, a jerk. he's kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, any DJ that gives up his Friday and Saturday nights to DJ, kudos to you, dude. Um, There's a funny two, story about that, but we'll we'll let you finish your list. <laughs> uh, two is the Spirit of Aloha Dinner Show. Mm. I've done it every year that we've gone. Absolutely love it. And number one wishes, because seeing my daughter. Well, when her brother was sleeping, she was out running around on her little harness thing that we have for her. And somebody snapped a picture, and of course, my mommy moment of, I'm going to kill whoever just took a picture of my child and ran away, to the point where CJ had to, like, calm me down and, like, pull it back. It's okay. And seeing my daughter's face smiling on the castle just absolutely melted me. So, yeah. Favorite. All right. My top five. Number five is the new test track <laughs> mainly because I did not get to I, I did not get to ride the the last test track. Yeah, um, but you so had forty different passes for it. Still has not beaten my record, which is rock and roller coaster. <laughs> Never ridden that ride yet. I've have a I literally have a fast pass for every time I've been in studio. So <laughs> wow. Um, no reason why I haven't ridden it yet. I just <laughs> never seem to make the fast fast time. Um, number four is the Spirit of Aloha show, for the same reasons what Rachel said. Number three is the Friday and Saturday night dance party in downtown <laughs> Disney. Mainly because there's nothing better than going into Ghirardelli and then rocking out. There's nothing beats that. Except for these next two. <laughs> Number two would be Spectro Magic. I'll agree. I, that should have been on my list, actually. <laughs> that and that officially was retired this week merely because the floats got that destroyed. So sad. <laughs> but my my longing and holding out for hope that Spectro Magic would come back has been officially been defeated, thusly jettisoning it up too quickly to the... Until you hear Disney say it's not coming back, don't don't buy in... Until there's a press release with stuff on it, don't buy into what all these other people are saying. 
Well, one of the um, one of the execs said that it was officially being retired. Yeah, wait until you, you see a press release. Yeah, there's not been anything on the news sites or the uh, or the parks blog. So he's kind of going with a uh, what an exec said, I think, on Twitter. I'm or something. still going to hold on to hope that maybe it was just you know certain floats that were destroyed, shall we say? <laughs> that they're just going to be like, oh no no no, shh, just let them think that. We'll just rebuild it. Please, we have the I'd technology love to see spectral magic again. That's my favorite of the parades. And finally, my number one favorite attraction, ride, show at Disney is Expedition Everest. The and the entire ambiance of the ride, the queue, the the Yeti, the ride itself, it's enough to get a thrill junkie like myself to love it, while also the Disney geek in me try to capture a different part of the Yeti every time that I see it. <laughs> and I love this I love this ride enough to have ridden it three times in one day. Not in one day, in 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Single rider line was five minutes long. <clears throat> Single rider line after a weather episode. <laughs> so everybody had cleared out of the parks, and it was literally... Five minute rider line, fifteen minute regular single rider line, fifteen minute regular line. Just, just, just go. I'm just gonna sit here on the wet rock and just chill. I'm fine. Go. And speaking of weather. Hey, nice, nice transition there. This is the Disney tip of the weeks. <laughs> I wanted to. Yes, this is the one we did on the last show, but I really wanted to bring it up again because it's something that just in the last week I've heard so much crap about, mainly because it's really been weird weather over the last week. Summers in Florida means there's going to be rain every single day. It depends on how light it is, how strong it is, how long it is. Newton sometimes goes from five minutes to an hour, but there is there is a high probability that sometime during the course of the day you're going to get wet. And in Central Florida, it doesn't really you can't always tell if it's going to happen because sometimes it'd be dark, ominous clouds and nothing will happen, and sometimes there'll be light and fluffy clouds and all of a sudden you're still getting downpoured upon. So during the summer, the Sunshine State is called that ironically. <laughs> but because of this, and take this knowledge to heart, go into an indoor attraction. Go, you know, go to a shop, go to a restaurant, write it out. Don't everybody run to the front gates and almost destroy trams because you're trying to... By the way, trams don't work in the rain, folks. Just putting that out there. <laughs> And if well, it's no, bad they enough, work in the rain. They just if it's monsooning and the well, rain is going I'm left to right that, instead of up and down, they're going to sit there and wait for everybody. Well, I'm not saying that they don't physically work. The functionality is there, but they don't block the wind. They don't block the rain. So rushing a tram is not going to help you any. Standing underneath a awning and watching people scream and run for cover that'll help you, and it's also quite fun. No, I like the people that just throw on a rain poncho and still go out and party at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, dude. There like there are ponchos on sale pretty much almost at, almost every store if not ask, they'll get a, they'll they'll find you a place to put them or to get them. They're kind of expensive if you want to deter that and you're going to be coming to Florida in this in the summer. Amazon has them for pretty cheap. So, you can get them there. Get them at Disney. Just or find somebody in custodial and ask them for a garbage bag. There you go. There you go. Just don't Free sure you, Hey, yeah. Just make sure that you cut out the face. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that that is my rant on it. Anything else that we want to put into this before? It's rain unless you're uh, the Wicked Witch. You're not going to melt. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's not going to hurt you. It, it's just an inconvenience. Certainly, don't yell at the cast members. This is something that we put on every, I think, every episode now. Be nice to the cast members. We can <laughs> help you, you. Exactly. They can make. And this was actually the tip. My first tip of the. My first tip was. Second tip. Sorry, because my first tip was don't walk over my stroller. Second tip. My second tip was. Be nice to the cast members because they can make or break your trip. So yeah. <laughs> 
don't don't yell at the cast member because they're telling you something is closed or something like that because of the weather. Because everything has that little addition in there. It's it, it's avail its availability varies. Subject to availability. Yes. So your funny story about Fridays and Saturday nights, Elliot. Oh, real quick, and then I gotta I gotta run. But uh, right. so Friday, the reason Friday and Saturdays happened for me at downtown Disney. Uh, I was having a hard time getting booked. Um, when they'd ask for um, availability, I'd say, I'm available seven days a week, and then I'd get the schedule back, and it would be like one day here, one day there. And so I walked into the downtown Disney manager, and I said, hey, I know the hardest day for you to fill is Friday and Saturday nights because every DJ wants to work. I said, I'll make a deal for you. I'll work every Friday, Saturday night the entire year if you book it right now. And so I changed the way that downtown Disney is booked now. So all of us out there basically have two nights. Um, Boom. So I went from – this was back when I had kind of started DJing. And I, I the number one DJ at downtown Disney was Steve Dunlop. He was out there all the time, and they loved him and thought he was great. And so I just you know took the two busiest days out there because it's always busy on Friday and Saturday. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. I took the two busiest days and had a guaranteed two days a week. And for me, financially, all I have to do is two days a week at Downtown Disney, and I can stay at home five days a week and do nothing. So, boom. That's how it happened. It was just uh, I, I talked to him. I finagled my way in there. I cheated the system. <laughs> Hashtag humble brag. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was cool. It was really, it was really kind of nifty. So, but now I'm stuck at Friday, Saturday. So. <laughs> yeah, but then we get to come down and hang out down there and catch, listen to catch you. Catch twenty-two. Now I, I have to be like they're like we 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 must have Elliot at Downtown Disney on Friday and Saturdays, and I'm like, but I want to do other stuff now. I've been doing this for seven years. So. <laughs> oh, no, well. you have no choice. I'm not there this so, weekend, uh, by the way. Not there this weekend, nope. Friday, Saturday. So. What is this madness? I'm DJing a wedding for a friend of mine, and I'll be at Monsters University on Friday. Boom. Aw, right. so you're not there the 13th and the 14th? That makes me sad. I know. Yeah, it's, it's all right. We'll catch up with you. Sad. I think Saturday night I'm off. I think I'm not working at all. What? Bam. What is this madness? I know. It was an accident, but I'm going <laughs> to enjoy it. Hey, yeah, absolutely. No, I think I'm so, somewhere. Uh, I know I'm somewhere. <laughs> I need to call my, call my booking agent to find out where I am on Saturday. That's um, Facebook, isn't it? Admit it. What? <laughs> That's Facebook, isn't it? Admit it. My booking agent? No. Yes. <laughs> he, he takes care of all my social media. He helps me out a lot. So so if you ever try to chat with me on Facebook and I don't talk to you, it's because it's him. So just say, okay. hey, John, and he'll he'll type back. I'll be like, hey. <laughs> Fair enough. So uh, where be? So I know you gotta go. So where can people find you and your awesomeness? You can always find me online at djelliot.com. That's www.djelliot.com. There's links to my YouTube page, my SoundCloud page, my Facebook page, my DJ Facebook page. So like all of that stuff and become friends and. I'm starting to tweet, kind of, but it's complicated with hashtags and at symbols and all that crazy stuff. and it makes my head hurt, but I'm trying to be better at it. Um, I'll be at Monsters University. I'm Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Monday, Wednesdays through July. And then in August, I'll be at Monsters University every day but Tuesday, Thursdays. Uh, Tuesdays, you can find me at Magic Kingdom. And uh, Thursdays in August, you can find me at Downtown Disney. So, Boom. All right. And then back uh, to normal Friday, Saturdays at Downtown Disney in September. So, Nice. Well, I appreciate you coming on again. Hey, uh, I'm you. sorry about the uh, – I'm glad we could talk to you again. I'm sorry that I had to be because <laughs> I completely screwed up. <laughs> it's all good. I'm, I'm, sure we, I'm sure this one is way better than the last one. <laughs> oh, yes. It Actually, is. guys at home, the last one was mind-blowing. The things we talked about <laughs> – Man, it was world changing. It was. It was. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, I, I thank you for joining us. I'll go ahead and let you go. All right. You guys have a lovely evening. It was nice seeing everybody. And make sure to talk to me online. I, I look forward to seeing everybody. Bye. Awesome. Absolutely. Take care, Elliot. Bye. <laughs> 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 
All right. Um, normally we do news or the uh, TV show, upcoming TV shows for the for the week. Um, thanks to uh, Bartlett.Sloan.net slash TV. Unfortunately, there's nothing going on this week. We have Modern Marvels, Walt Disney World on H2, um, and the Animal Kingdom documentary. And, yeah, on Animal Kingdom, Destination America. Yeah. Basically, there's really not H2, a lot this week. H2, which is formerly History International, and Destination America are the only two places that have any kind of um, Disney World or Disney Parks showing shows going on. So, not much going on this week. Speaking of stuff going on this week, if you want to contact the show, please send us an email at feedback at geek-io.com with the word Disney and then the subject line somewhere. I want to thank our amazing sponsors, Tweaked and Squarespace. Without them, literally, we would not be doing this. We would just we I don't even know if this show would exist without them. So thank you so much. We also want to thank the great and talented Daryl Shaler for his artwork for the site as well as our cute little mascot down in the bottom corner. That corner. That one. Mike T Geek. And if you want more information or want to get in touch with him for him to do some artwork for you, please email us at feedback at geek-io.com. We can get you more information and get you over to him. Just put in the subject line artwork. And we will hook you guys up together, and beautiful things will happen. Absolutely. <clears throat> Finally, we record every other Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern. We will probably be doing... No, we will not be doing another show next week because we will be at Disney. We may do a little bit of recording for the kind of a show type thing, but there will be no actual show next week. Uh, again, that's every other Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern. You can look at the show calendar over at geek-io.com. That will 99% of the time be completely up to date with what's going on with our shows. We are The live stream is at geek-io.com slash live, and you can find the archives at disney.geek-io.com. Anything else, my dear darling Rachel, before we get out of here? Nope. All right, folks. Other than bring on the gray stuff. Uh, yes, next week. Oh, that's what we'll do. We'll do a quick little dining review of Be Our Guest for next week's show. Because we're well, going to do it. It won't quick. be next week. It'll be, well, we may record well, we'll, it before we'll then. Record it. We'll record it next week and then post it sometime in the near future. Okay. Who knows? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll blog something about it. <gasps> Blasphemy. I'm the well, only person that blogs on the geek I'm going to be out of school. I'm going to need something to do. Exactly. I got a week to kill. All right. Well, then, on that note, folks, that brings our show to a close. And as I like to say, keep calm, geek out, and see you all again real soon. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to a part of the Geek.io Podcast Network. Loud noises! Copyright 2013. Visit us at geek-io.com for all of our great shows.